Hello everyone, my name is Jen Torres and I am a God, and so are you. Like many of you, I was raised to believe that if I just prayed hard enough, God would save me. As it turns out, that was actually true. I saved me. At the age of 15, I became pregnant with a beautiful baby girl who dropped in just in time to save my miserable life. This was my first awakening. This podcast is about all of the words and listening to those words to begin to envision what is possible. Because sometimes, as individuals, we feel we need to know everything, have it all together and be everything all of the time. But that's why we live in a world filled with other people. Each person holds a piece of the puzzle. It's about being open to new information, new ideas, and new perspectives. We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. Hello everyone, Jen Torres here with She's a God. Welcome to a brand new episode of the She's a God podcast. Super excited today to be on and just speaking from the heart. Um, I really don't have anything planned out for what I'm going to talk about today. I literally am just was thinking, okay, well, what am I going to bring today to the show? And one thing that kept coming up was connection and connection in the new paradigm. And the reason why this has been a potent conversation for me and something that has been ongoing thing that I've been connecting with and kind of being continually confronted with is because I have always kind of thrived doing my own thing and and just kind of like feet to the ground and, and plowing forward on my own path. But what I learned pretty early on in the beginning of 2022 was this sort of deep realization that this year and going forward is going to be about collaboration, sisterhood, brotherhood, connecting with like-minded people and being in the energetic vibration that is going to take you to the next level. And it's a no holds bar situation in terms of the universe gives no fucks right now. It's basically like if you are not in alignment with your path, if you are not around the people you're designed to be around, then you are going to experience the wrath. And I don't care who says this isn't true. I've experienced it for myself continually. When I am a sacral being in human design, I am a manifesting generator in human design and over 70% of the planet are either manifesting generators or generators. So over 70% of the planet are sacral beings. Our strategy is to respond to life. So for me, a huge part of my journey has been having the courage to say no, for example, when I receive like an energetic closed response to something. And then also to say yes to the things that are making me feel lit up. A lot of times in this podcast is really about collaboration and connection and having the courage to connect as a sensitive person let's say even for example, or someone who may have sister wounds or witch wounds and all of that. So really the core of this episode is all about having the courage to fully step into the life that you know you are here to live. And a huge part of that for every single person right now is connection and being with other people and collaborating with people and connecting with people in a deeper way 
more vulnerable way. And that is not easy, especially for people who have five lines. Uh, that's a more broader reach. It tends to people who have five line in their profile, whether you're a three, five or a five, one or a two, five or a five, two, a lot of that energy can feel like the five lines can kind of feel like you don't always feel like you want to connect to people on an intimate level where it's, you're connecting with them on a one-to-one kind of intimate level it kind of feels like, ah, oh, no, I rather have this more broader reach. The point of having this conversation, and maybe this also doesn't really apply to people with four lines. I know four lines are people who more of that intimate friend, opportunistic energy where they like to network, they like to connect with people. And maybe this is not totally how you're feeling, but when it comes to connecting with others, but I know that a lot of people do prefer to ride solo on their path. But what I've learned is that is not going to be the way <laughs> to get you to where you need to be the quickest. The quickest way is going to be through collaboration, through sisterhood, through connection. And it's going to be true intimate connection too. So it's not just going to be like willy-nilly relationships that don't really mean anything. It's going to be true intimate connection with people who feel like they are your soul family. They are, you're deeply connected to them in every way, shape, or form. And that just, it doesn't also, it's not just people. What I notice is it's environments too. So for me, if something is not energetically aligned, if it is in an environment, it's also a big bitch smack from the universe to get in like the right type of environment. And maybe this environment isn't for me. Maybe at one time it was for me, but right now I'm having a total like contraction to this energy and it's not for me at this time. One big thing for me this past year in 2022 was collaboration and sisterhood. And um, what came from that was the Golden Light Compass, which was halfway through the year that energy and that collaboration came about, which if you don't know about the Golden Light Compass, that is a collaboration that I am part of with Tamara Jean from High Vibe TV, with Lori Kinsey, who is an advanced spiral practitioner, which is a no bullshit unblocking, emotional unblocking modality that completely changed my life in 2020 to 2021. I actually had Lori on the show uh, once before as well as tomorrow. And also with Cheryl Darlene, who is a divine creationist. She sort of like takes these vibrations and she channels them into images, which become sacred geometry and people can use them for their altar or for their business. Or she actually created the logo for the She's God brand. It's like the beautiful sacred geometry that you see with the rose in there. That is from Cheryl. So all of that to say that when the golden light compass came about, honestly, like I was just kind of like, okay, but like, I'm still trying to focus on my own stuff. And I still am. I couldn't deny that a huge part of the energy going forward is this energy of connecting with other people and people who don't, you know, generally feel like they want to do this. It can feel really tough, but I guess that I created this episode just to give people courage to kind of say, okay, like if you are somebody who generally feels like, oh shit, like I, you know, I don't feel like I want to connect with other people. I don't feel like I want to engage with other people. It's really a strong, powerful time on the planet to get past that and to kind of say that, okay, it's time to reach out. It's time to connect with people. It's time to collaborate.
collaborate on the things that I want to see happen in the world. And it's time to move my energy into a new space of connecting with people in a very deep way. It's about also allowing yourself to be seen. So that's another huge part of something I want to talk about uh, is heading into this new paradigm and this new age. I feel that it's not just about collaboration and connecting with people uh, in a in a deeper way, in a more intimate way. It's also about being seen. So this is something that I noticed is definitely an issue within the world of spirituality because why you have a bunch of people who are super spiritual and because they are so sensitive um, with their gifts, they're sensitive people, empathic people with gifts, and it can be a whole nother beast to be seen and to put yourself out there for other people to see you and your gifts and what you have to bring. I remember watching a YouTube video a really long time ago all about this a couple years back and the person was the person was talking all about how you have to build your spiritual muscles, right, in order to be seen. And you have to allow yourself to jump and sort of, you know, record the video, record the audio, connect with the people in order to do the collaboration or whatever, and sort of put yourself out there. So I guess ultimately what I'm talking about here is vulnerability. And the reason why, and it goes without saying that this is so hard for people in our community is because if you're putting yourself out there in a way that's vulnerable, if somebody denies you or it feels like someone's kind of just like, nah, like I don't want to work with you, being a sensitive person, you're going to take that so much harder. It's going to be feel like the worst thing in the world. And it's in a lot of times, spiritual people can kind of feel like, do I even want to go through all that? Do I want to have to feel like I just went through all that shit and put myself out there and then this person just cut me off or this group of people just like shut me out and it can be like deeply wounding. So how do you navigate this? How do you navigate this? First of all, it's of course through your design, through your human design. So I always refer people back to their strategy and their authority in human design. Go back to that. If you've never had a reading, go ahead and book yourself a reading either with me or human design reader and learn more about this energy because your strategy and your authority is always going to put you in divine timing to meet all of the right people in the right places at the right time in order to create the things that you're designed to create at that very exact moment in your life. And so for me, my strategy is to respond to life. So if somebody presents me with something, I'm either going to feel this energy of response, like, yes, it's a soul. Yes. Or I'm just going to feel kind of like, eh, or sometimes I feel nothing. And I feel, if I feel nothing, I know that that's a no for now. And, and so it's really just about understanding that and deep diving into your strategy and your authority in human design, having a, a, a deep understanding about it so that you can navigate your yeses and your nos so that you can choose the right group of people that you want to connect with. You can choose the right work that you want to show up online with or show up in, you know, the 3D. That's the other thing is like people are like social media, it's so 3D and it's it is. And that's what's interesting too about all of this, trying to be a spiritual entrepreneur and all that is I absolutely hate social media, but I know, and I'm coming to terms with the fact that my hate for social media is not doing my spiritual purpose work any good. It's not 
honoring my spiritual purpose work at all. So I have to like, I'm in the process actually of unraveling a lot of deep rooted beliefs around social media in order to completely be seen and to allow myself to be seen on Instagram and Facebook and all of the things. So, and it's funny because I've never really tried with any of it. And it only recently, so Facebook, I really started trying with Facebook like about six months ago and I've never tried with Instagram. It's just like, I've never done the follow and follower any of it at all. And I know that that's hurting me. It's hurting me but by not fully stepping into this. So another thing with, you know, being a spiritual entrepreneur or being somebody who's on this path and wanting to be seen is understanding too that you can do social media consciously. Like you can totally do it consciously. It doesn't have to be unconscious. Like where you're just like putting stuff up just to get likes and all that. If you know you're doing that, if you know you're being clickbaity, it's not going to feel good to you anyway. So it's just about knowing that you can do the three things like social media super consciously. It doesn't have to be an unconscious thing. And that's something that I chose to do too. I was like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to step into this work and I'm going to do this thing online, but how can I do it in a way that's conscious and it's not unconscious in nature? Meaning that everything that I do, it has purpose. It has meaning behind it. There's, there's something that is going to, I feel that is actually going to help somebody. It's not just some clickbaity thing that I'm just like putting out there for the world to kind of like, you know, I see a lot of things that are very purgy in nature online and it's a total turnoff to me. And really that's going to be for me, like when people go online and they're just like crying their eyes out and all this kind of stuff. It, to me personally, it's very projectory, not like human design projector, but I mean, projecting onto other people, your wounds. And I, I think that that's a lot, like, especially for somebody who is a sensitive person and they come across somebody's role that they're just like crying their eyes out or something like that, that's really tough. It's it's hard to, first of all, ever take that person seriously as like a coach or a mentor if they're just like putting their self out there unhealed. It's a lot, in my opinion, it's a lot more respectable to put yourself out there in a way that you've gone through the work, you've alchemized, and now you're sort of presenting your healing onto people so that you're presenting the work that has been done to get you to where you are in order to maybe help somebody. So you've already found the solution. You're not like in the middle of it crying in your bed. You're sort of, you've already done the work and now you're presenting the wisdom. You're you're coming forth onto the online space as like that sage energy, not so much just like purging onto everybody. So I just think that in this world of spiritual entrepreneurship and trying to step into this world in a way where we can do things consciously, whether that be in the social media space, in collaborations with people, having those intimate connections with people to build something that matters, something that's going to make a difference. All of this stuff, it's all dependent on how we're stepping into the space. Are you stepping into the space with an open heart? I feel like that's key. I'm touching on a lot in this episode and probably because I'm just coming on here and speaking, (laughs) but what I want to talk about and what I want, what I'm hoping to give in this 
episode is just the worries that we have as like spiritual people, spiritual entrepreneurs about showing up online. Does it make sense? Are people getting me? All of that kind of stuff. As long as you are coming from the heart with your share or with whatever it is that you're doing in the collaborations that you're in, that is literally the medicine to it all. If you are showing up in a group of uh, even a, a circle, right? Like a sisterhood circle, or if you're showing up in a collaboration where you're basically co-workers, if you're showing up online and if you're showing up in that space wounded, okay, maybe circles are a little bit more of an exception to this. Actually, they are because a lot of times you're going to a circle to get the healing and it to be alchemized. So your design, it's it's totally appropriate to kind of come to that from a space of feeling like wounded because that's the whole point of being there um, is you are trying to move that energy in the circle. But in the rest of what I'm talking about here, so in connection with soul family and collaboration, especially coming from a place where you are not bringing your wounds into the space and projecting your insecurities and your fears onto people is like a huge thing. If anybody is, you know, working with other people and they're trying to collaborate or connecting and you are in a space where you're sort of bringing your wounds into the space, it's going to be a problem. And I think that's why I lucked out so strong with GLC. And I'm like feeling super grateful about it is because none of us do that. Like literally all of us have done so much work that when we come into the space, it's not, we're not projecting onto each other, our insecurities or our wounds or anything. We're like showing up game time. Let's do the damn thing. Uh, And that's really what you're looking for, especially if you are in that space on your path where you're looking for collaboration or you're looking to connect with soul family and you're in that time and space in your life where you are ready for more a huge aspect here of not allowing yourself to be get jaded in the process okay because there's like so many things that could seriously jade a person and make them feel like f everything and that could be everything from starting something that fails to um putting an idea out there that gets squashed down right away feeling like you're not heard or seen feeling like um Um, nothing you do is being recognized or anything like that. It's really, uh, for me, one thing I realize is it's important not to, it's okay to be a sensitive, empathic person, but it's a whole nother thing when you're bringing that sensitivity and that empathic stuff to your wounds and literally just being extra jaded about things, allowing your intuitive gifts to like make you think things that aren't real and trying to pick up picking up on people's cold shoulders and stuff and then internalizing that. Basically what I'm talking about here is when a person is using their intuition in like the lowest vibration, which is instead of using it to help other people and be super psychic about things, that's going to be of the higher vibrations of love and all of this. Instead they're like intuitively picking up that this person doesn't like them and that they're like talking shit about them or they don't they're not, you know, whatever. It's basically their insecurities and their and that are playing into their intuitive capabilities. And so I see a lot of that too. And I'm like, ouch, like, dude, that has to be exhausting to allow your intuition to constantly be like blinding you with all of the stuff that's actually coming from this lower vibrational side of your fears and your insecurities that you're like kind of pulling into this space. So this is going to be a short one this week, but I just wanted to drop some current stuff that I was like, 
sort of feeling and wanted to come into this space a little bit untethered, but also at least with something. Um, And it was kind of unplanned, but I hope you got something out of it. I love you guys so much and I'll be back with a brand new episode very soon. Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at This Is Jen Torres for all of the latest. And remember, she is a God, and so are you. Thank you.